So welcome to Time Out with the Sports Doctor podcast, and thank you for continuing to support this podcast. You know, I know it's a very busy time of the year for everyone. Um, So if you have not been able to keep up with the podcast the way that you have wanted to over the last few months, don't worry. We got something special for you today. Uh, We've had some very special guests over the last two months, really, talking about mindset, uh, talking about wellness, whole body wellness as well as training of athletes, not only from a physical standpoint, but also from mental wellness training. Um, We've also had professional athletes on here talking about what it takes to be at the top of your game. So what we're going to do now, if you've been on this show for any time, you know that we end each episode with on Time Out with the Sports Doctor, this is your final timeout. So what we're going to do is take a compilation of the final timeouts from the last six to eight weeks and go back through them to give you an overview of each episode. And by all means, if you find something interesting, please go back and listen to the full episode. But I want to be able to give you helpful information, even if it's going to be in tidbits. And that's why we continue to put up reels. Um, If you go to YouTube, we have YouTube shorts, because I know that people consume information in different ways. Some people like it in very short segments. Some people don't mind sitting down, listen to an episode for 30 to 40 minutes. So what we're going to do, as I mentioned, is to go back through the last couple of months over some of the top tidbits and takeaways from the final timeouts. So if you are not following this podcast, please go to the website. Um, you can look on YouTube, put the website information on the bottom of the screen, but it is www.drderickdrick.com. And that's the website where you can get all the information about this podcast, as well as subscribe to the YouTube channel or subscribe to the mailing list. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Well, CJ, look, on Time Out with the Sports Doctor, this is your final timeout. Like number one, as I predicted, this episode is full of nuggets. You know, I know what I'm taking away is celebrate that mental birth date, you know, as well as go to lunch with your mentors, you know, whether or not you can physically get with them, or you got to take them to lunch on an audio book, which is probably the way I'm going to take them to lunch, you know, because I'm going to take them to lunch and breakfast as I'm driving my truck. But yeah, you know, that's what I'm taking away. So, but what I want to do is have you speak to that young athlete who, you know, they're starting to see, man, this is the end. I have, you know, they're going to feel like I have no other skills. I worked all my life to get to this point. Now what? So just speak to that kid or the young athlete or the athlete at the end of their career who doesn't know where to turn. Man, if I could tell that person, you know, something that's really going to get it, man, is that I would tell them to not give up on team sports or their dreams. I know sometimes, you know, for example, high school season could end. You could be a senior and you're like, what's next? Do yourself a favor and take the time to find what's next. Dreams. If you, when a person stops dreaming, they're dead. I don't care what your age is. Dreams never stop. They change. They change. That's what they simply do. And if you have a person that has stopped the dreaming mechanism in your mind, then you're dead to the world. So if you're a player today that feels like you've been wronged by the sport or a coach or anything like that, change the dream, but don't stop the dream change the dream. If you're a parent on here today and your dream was to be in the NFL, you could be up there in age where that dream is over, but it just needs to be changed. So many times people, especially parents, when 
responsibilities start to stack up when the mundane lifestyle comes in. Their dreams, one of the most popular things that you hear parents say is my dreams are now my kids. But I get that. It's stereotypical to say. It sounds good. But I'm that person that's telling you that that's not enough. It's not enough for you to say, I live vicariously through my kids now and I'm gonna make sure that they are, no, that's not enough. If you're a parent on here today, I need for you to continue to get, I need you to prime that old diesel up and get that dream factory going again because your kids are watching you. Find something else that's gonna motivate you and drive you because they're watching you. Whether they tell you or not, they're watching you. So continue to dream. Continue to share that dream. Continue to take them to that dealership and say, this is the next car that we're getting as a family. Even if it's not a family, even if it's for you, tell them like, look, this is my dream car right here and I'm doing what it takes. When I open up another practice, when I get another home in my real estate, when I get this promotion, this is what I'm going after because that's the type of mentality you want to instill into them that I can't get it now, but I'm working hard towards it. And if they can bury you in the ground with that mentality, they'll be buried right next to you with the same. So that's my message. Don't stop dreaming. Dreams never stop. They change. Yeah, they called me to do it. And the first tournament was in Mesa, Phoenix. And mm-hmm. I've never been there. And it was like, yeah. that was the moment where I said, all right, look at where you at now. And look Old at, world. you know, where it all started. And everybody that was kind of giving you your dabs, the pats on your back, and that whole imposter syndrome you was having, you could break it down because you're really doing it. You're really, you really traveling, and you're really working with a production crew. Everybody loves you, bro, and you, the only thing you got to do is thank God and keep grinding. Everybody know I put yeah. that on my story, and it, it's not me bragging or boasting. It's literally me saying I was just in the middle of freelance shooting a club video. I was just in the middle of the worst part of Jackson shooting a rap video. Or I was just sitting, I was just the last person in the president class that stood up and said, I want to be a music video director or video uh, director. And everybody turned around in the class and looked at me like, <laughs> you might be in the wrong class because we do <laughs> journalism here. You know right. what I'm saying? So, so and maybe see Right. <laughs> to go, I promise. And to go along with it, during that part of that semester, I was able to do the video for the basketball team when they used to do the Midnight Madness. I, saw I, w- I was able to do that, and they aired it on WLBT first. And then that Saturday at the game, Jack State football game, home game, they aired it on the Jumbotron, and I literally stood up and looked at the crowd. Like, the whole classroom looked at me <laughs> and was like, that's my work, you know. So funny because I just watched that video right before, you know, in the downtown, right, right before we came on. I was right. wondering what you were screaming at at the at the uh, jumbotron. Yeah, that makes man. <laughs> it was man. It was a moment of y'all don't understand how it feel like everybody like literally told me that ain't the word. That, that might not be the route you need to take yeah. with the camera, you know. So on timeout with the sports doctor, this is your final timeout. So you've shared a lot about your background and your story. And, you know, thank you for sharing that background because it makes me understand and it helps the audience relate more to your drive. Um, But there's uh, many people who have ideas and have 
a determination to make a change, but feel inferior. You know, that's one word that you mentioned or are paralyzed with the fear of what could go wrong. So if you could just speak to someone who knows they have an idea, know that they have a way that they can really impact the world, um, but are stuck in getting started, just speak to that person for me. Um, I think for me, it's reframing the way you look at negative experiences. So when I look back and I've said, I don't relate to that person, but I still carry all those lessons. And I think the biggest thing was adversity. If you're coming from that kind of perspective, adversity does not define who you are. It's not the totality of who you are. And if you reframe it in a positive way and say, adversity gives you skills and experiences. So on Time Out with the Sports Doctor, this is your final timeout. So uh, please tell an athlete, you know, someone who might be struggling or might not say, you know, no one's really in my corner. What can they do or how, what should they start as far as reaching out for help? Yeah, uh, it's a great question. So yeah, I think it's one, right? The hardest part with this is that sometimes, you know, again, and this is why, Uh, you know, I think even just the awareness for an athlete to kind of know that they need help can actually be really challenging, right? I'm sure everyone, I'm sure you have resonated with this and and also people listening, right? Like there have probably been times in your life where you've been really down, you've been really anxious, you've been really afraid, and you're so in it that it almost feels like you have horse blinders on, right? You're so absorbed in, in the feeling that you actually just don't even know where you're at, And so part of this is like, A, we've got to have this awareness, right? We've got to have the awareness that we're struggling and we need help and it's okay to need help, right? The first thing I always start with every, especially injured athlete is just like kind of the the normalization and the validation of the injured athlete experience. It's awful. It does not matter if it's an ankle sprain or if it's, uh, you know, you tear everything in your knee. It, it is hard. It is incredibly hard. It's hard physically. It's hard mentally. And so starting with that. And then I really encourage all of my athletes to think about something called an SOS list, right? So what is SOS? SOS is, you know, save our ship. It's that kind of like emergency signal. And so an SOS list is a list of, I mean, it can be as small as two people. It can be as big as like six. This is a inner circle list, right? This is not, you know, everybody and their neighbor, right? This is like, okay, who could I right now pick up the phone and call? And they're not going to ask any questions. They are going to be by my side in whatever way I need. Right. Um, this is this very much like, okay, 2 AM rolls around and you need something who you're going to reach out to an SOS list is a great place and, and something for everyone to think about having, honestly, like I have one, I've I've encouraged all my family members to have one because we honestly, we never know what life is going to throw at us. Right. We need to really think about who these people are. And then we've got to take it a step farther and we've actually got to communicate that to those people. And that's really important because the reason being is, right, a lot of times, and again, people may re- may resonate with this, like there's been plenty of times in my life where I've been in some really challenging mental health places and I know that these people are there 
but they right. don't actually know that I'm struggling, right? And that's because mental health is not always something we can see. And so we need to remember that the line of communication goes both ways, right? And I, this is a phrase that comes from my mom. I love her and I love this phrase. She's like, I can't hear your head rattle, right? We cannot hear what other people are thinking, right? And so yeah. again, this line of communication goes both ways. And so if you actually let someone know that they are on your SOS list proactively, man, sometimes that can be the difference maker, right? Because then that person knows, has a little bit of the accountability and can say, hey, I'm just checking in right now. How you doing? Right? And sometimes right. that can be enough to sure open is. a conversation. So one, thinking about that SOS list, who are those people? And then letting them know, right? Like, hey, you're on my SOS list. This is what an SOS list is, right? And so, you know, what might that look like, right? That in itself is a great conversation to have with people, right? Because then, you know, I think it's just as important, right, to have people that will support you, but then also know how you want to be supported, Correct. We don't all like to be supported in the same way. And so letting the people in your life know how you like to be supported can be really beneficial. So I would say start there. Okay. So, and then, you know, reaching out to people like me and it doesn't have to be me. It can be people in your area, in your city, right. Whether it's a mental health professional or a coach or a mentor, right. Or a sports psychologist, right. There's so many helping professionals that can be really beneficial. And so, yeah, starting there. Perfect. That is such valuable information. The SOS list, get it today. If you don't have it, make sure that mm -hmm. that is in place because you never know when you will need to activate it. On time out with the sports doctor, this is your final time out. So first of all, thank you for your time. You know, thank you for bringing this wealth of knowledge to uh, the podcast. But what I want you to do, you know, most people will say, okay, he's training with these elite athletes. Sure. You know, but it hasn't you didn't just walk into this job. Right. No. Like you mentioned, you've taken your life experience, you've taken failures, you've taken success and you've used that all to get to where you are now. So just speak to that person who has large dreams and, you know, things might not be going exactly the way that they want them right now, but how they can push through adversity to still you know, achieve success in the end. You know, it's a cliche that you have to believe. First of all, your gifts will make room for you. And if you truly believe you're operating within your gifts, then you have to walk in faith in that and you have to trust that process. But you have a responsibility to pour into that gift so it can be expanded upon. That's totally on you. But you first start, you have to first and start with your belief. If you believe in that, what you're supposed to do, then you do everything in your power to be successful at it. Got to do the rest. Is there time and there's a window where you're not achieving the things that you feel like you should check yourself out of that because a lot of the times we fall short is because of our own expectations. There should be any expectation you put on yourself because then you're not allowed to embrace the process of development. There is a process that God puts you through. And I'm a man of faith that that time's needed for you to develop for what he has planned for you in the future, but he's not going to allow you to move too fast if you're not ready, because then you're going to squander it. So be patient and embrace it. The journey changes anyway, right. doing that process. It's, that's where all the fun is. It's in the process of learning all the skills that develop over time. And when you look up, you're like, oh, shoot, you might some, you'll reach a point that you might forget 
some of the just as much as you are gaining knowledge as you're growing and developing at whatever you're trying to do. My first, all my athletes were children in the beginning. Some of them athletes that were children are now pros that I'm still coaching to this day. Five and six year old, eight, nine years in the league. How many people can say that at the time? I was like, this has got to happen. Yeah. But now, I mean, you know, I have a story to tell. But if I wasn't, when I had to check myself, when I started getting, putting these self expectations in front of me of what I felt like I should be. And we live in a society now to where it's crazy because of social media. And you see all these things just distracting, telling you where you should be at this stage of your career. No, your journey is your journey. And your timing of when it's time for you to blossom will come. But stay within that and keep trusting that process. And I don't even want to use the cliche, trust the process, walk in faith. And things are coming together for you. Yeah, you versus you. I mean, you can only truly compete with that man in the mirror. And that's what you were talking about. You get in the mirror, yell at yourself, whatever you got to do with that person in the mirror, because truly at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what anybody else around you is doing. They can't make you do what you need to do. Yeah, because as soon as you start looking at somebody else, now you've made them the standard. Right. Why right. do that? Yeah. You know? yeah you, no, I you, love that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, you compete within yourself. Your standard is what you become and what you commit to yourself to be the best version of yourself. That's where your focus should be. And things will fall right in line. You'll look up, you're like, wow. Sometimes I still don't get that I'm training some of the best, best athletes in the world. Or I'm speaking in front of the men. I'm like, why are they here to speak? Why are they here to listen to me? I'm kid from West Baltimore, you know? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I just, I'm grateful and I embrace it and I keep moving forward and I keep looking to get better every single day. 30 plus yeah. years later, I'm still doing the same thing. On time out with the sports doctor, this is your final time out. So, you know, you've come a long way and I'm proud of you for what you achieved and what you've overcome to achieve, right? Like you mentioned, life wasn't easy for you. And there's not a lot of people giving away things in Mississippi, as you know. Sometimes there's a lot of promises, but not a lot of follow through. But you've been able to make it to the highest league in uh, professional football, you know, and that's something that you cannot take for granted. So speak to the young athlete, you know, who feels like they have the chip stacked against them, no matter what their circumstance is now, about how they can continue to chase their dreams and continue to achieve, you know, whatever level of success that they want. Yeah, I actually keep working. You know, I was once in that position myself. I was once, as you saw already, I was once one of those guys who came out with zero stars, you know, who was scrawny, you know, who a lot of people thought, man, he may not make it as far as he do. Maybe when he get to college, he'll never play a snap. But you just got to keep chopping the wood. And the most important thing, you got to have confidence in yourself. You know, if you don't have confidence and faith in yourself, then you'll never be able to make it to where you want to be. And, uh, you know, just keep chopping the wood, man. You got to hit the weight room. That, that's an important part as well. You got to keep the strength in your body to that could prevent most of those injuries. You know, keep your technique clean. Uh, just keep working, man. You know, everything will work out in due time. And uh, even when I had times where I felt like I wanted to give up some time, where I wanted to quit, where I may felt like that workout was too hard, even with me having two, sur three surgeries on my knees, you know, I never stopped right there because I knew the uh, destination that I wanted to make it to. And I knew that I had people behind me that were supportive of me as well. 
And I know as a young athlete, you have a lot of people who are supportive as you. And as you go along and uh, it may not work out as you want it to, you got to still keep that faith in yourself. You know, just yeah. keep working, man. I'm a, uh, it's somebody with you. You always need a team. That's another thing, man. You always need a team. There's nothing that you can be done, uh, nothing that you can do alone. So just keep working. Yeah, surround yourself with good people and make smart decisions too because right. you know, yeah. we see now how one decision, right, can yeah. completely make everything go away. You start right. to lose. Once you lose one endorsement, then other people are going to follow it. Once right. one yeah. team yeah. cuts you, or you get some bad uh, things on your character, then you know it's much easier for them to move on to the next player. So, right, and also what you can control. Go ahead, and also just be mindful of what you post on social media. Uh, I know it's a lot of guys who uh, who've been thrown out of the league and who've been in difficult situation because of social media. Even guys in college, you know. Uh, what you post on social media is powerful. Even if it's a retweet or a like on Twitter, you know, yeah. they still see that. And you have to be mindful of what you're liking and what you're retweeting. So that's a major part as well, man. Uh, definitely have to be aware of that. Thank you for continuing to support this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a five-star review. And if you haven't done so, subscribe so you continue to get the updated episodes. Until later, peace. Stopping. You are now tuned in. Trust you don't want to miss. This is where life, sports, and medicine.